Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. David, on Twitter yesterday when the pictures of these started to go up, a lot of people said, why don't you just grow some trees or plant some trees? Why not? Good morning. Morning, PJ. Um, I suppose I'd, I'd ask the question, why not do both? Um, Cork City Council has a very, very extensive tree planting program. We've planted hundreds of trees over the last number of years. And in 2021 alone, we plan to plant 1,300 trees across the city. So we are doing both, I think. And it is important that we do both. City trees don't replace real trees and real trees don't replace city trees. The other thing I would have thought of is you can put these things in in a matter of a few months. Trees take years to reach maturity. They, they do, and, and but they actually complement one another. So real trees, through their stoma and their leaves, take in carbon dioxide, process that, sequester the carbon into their tree trunks and release the oxygen back into the atmosphere. Yeah. They actually suffer from particulate uh, pollution. So what the city trees do is something completely different. Mm. They take the particulate matter from the atmosphere. So they pass the air over the fronds of the moss the moss fronds capture the, the particulate matter and, in effect, for want of a better word, eat the matter. Filter so it out. It, yeah. Yes. So yeah. 80% of the particulate matter is taken out of the air in that vicinity. Is it because, so, David, the stuff that's in these um, robot trees, for want of a better word, are mossy walls, which sounds to me like a fella I used to drink with up the north side one time, but <laughs> ma- mossy walls, they actually... They actually clean the air so that the trees function better. They do, and we'll be able to prove this because these are intelligent, smart trees. Part of It also links into our Smart Cities initiatives and into our bigger air quality strategy. It's one part of the bigger jigsaw. There's no one solution fits all. These are all individual interventions we're taking. Some like these are site-specific, and others, like the Cork Metropolitan Area Transit Strategy, are citywide. So we're taking multiple approaches to improve air quality across the city. Now, I looked at some pictures from Germany, and they're in, actually, the, the frames that you see, the frames aren't really telling the full story, because when they're in position, and they're fully bloomed, as it were, and they've got their seats in them, and they're very pretty. They are, and they're going to be a fabulous focal point for those two locations. Um, while we were down installing the first uh, set uh, on Patrick Street yesterday, it was amazing the number of people who were coming out having their morning coffee or having their lunch, sitting on the various pieces of infrastructure, seating infrastructure on Patrick Street. So these would be a fabulous focal point 
for people who want to go out and enjoy. Or if you're around town and you want to take a rest for five minutes, there'll be a very pleasant atmosphere to sit in. The other thing they do is they are a key focal point for our information dissemination. As I said, this Thursday we're launching an air quality strategy for the city and these um, sites have got live interactive 40-inch television screens which will allow us to disseminate information about our real-time air quality network and all the other initiatives that we are undertaking in the biodiversity sphere, etc., across the city. So they act as a key information point as well for citizens and communities across the city to understand what we are doing in these various different spheres across the city. So how much do they cost and who's paying for them? Okay, so the initial cost, including the purchase, installation and maintenance for 12 months, is €350,000. Each uh, or for so, all of them? No, in total, for the whole lot of them. And then maintenance per year is, is a minimum amount after that. So this is a, a large upfront cost to get them constructed, transported, installed and, and maintained for 12 months. But after that, then they're basically almost cost-free, very, very cost-effective to run. And it is not Cork City Council funding was used to do this. There was a project um, uh, advertised. We applied within the parameters of that project and we were successful in getting funding. So this is additional funding on top of all of the local funding that Cork City Council is investing in the whole area of biodiversity and uh, climate action. So this is additional funding to Cork Mm. City Council. Is it from Green City Solutions these have come, David? Yes, there's yeah. a German company that was supported by the European Union funding, actually, as it happens, to develop these. Uh, and as you said earlier in the in, in the discussion, these are right across Europe, not just Germany, but right across Europe. These are being installed by local authorities to deal with site-specific issues. They're not going to solve the air quality strategy issues across the entire city, mm. but they are going to improve the air quality at the specific sites that they're installed. Yeah. Some critics would say that's like putting an air conditioning unit in the open air, but it's not, is it? No, it's not. I mean, it's important that we take action. We need to look at all the different options that are available to us. And some options that we look at, for example, trying to encourage people to move from their private cars, one person car, into public transport through the investment that's going to happen through the Cork Metropolitan Area Transit Strategy. That is going to have a long-term effect. But we need to do things now. We need to have uh, short-term, intermediate actions that presently will improve the air quality across the city. And this is one of them. And this is a very important one. As I said, it fits nicely in with a lot of the other initiatives that we have across the city. Um, And it's something that we're very, very proud of. It is going to be a very, very successful project across the city. It is the, these two locations are going to benefit multifold, not just in relation to air quality, but as I said, in relation to each of the two locations has seeking now for up to twenty additional people. And yeah. um, you also have information and also very importantly I think you know my conversation with this morning is a is an example of it. It started the conversation and it's encouraging people to talk about air quality yeah. and getting the concept of air quality up in front of people's minds is something that we all have to be very cognizant of and we all have a part to play in reducing air quality. Another Uh, thing that uh, would help the air quality of the city David would be just to pedestrianise the whole damn lot of it. And again, I mean, Cork City Council was very, very innovative and we have pedestrianised permanently 17 streets across the city centre. And if you take a look at where we have located these city trees, they are right on the edge of these clean air zones that we have created, in effect, these 17 streets bounded by 
uh, Grand Parade, South Mall and Patrick Street. So right at the edge of the zone where you have no longer have any vehicles for the vast, vast majority of the day, except for deliveries early in the morning, you now have other interventions trying to improve locally on a site-specific basis the air quality at locations at the edge of this um, pedestrian zone. And this pilot project of four of them, is it, could it be added to? Obviously what we want to do over the next 12 months, and this is very, very important, these uh, city trees are packed with sensors and we're going to be monitoring these sensors over the next 12 months to understand exactly the quantum of impact these sensors are so that these city trees have had on the air quality. And based on that, we will then evaluate whether or not we're going to extend these out into other areas in the future. Now, you say that you're involved in a major tree planting program as well, but you got criticised last week for cutting down old trees on Centre Park Road. What was that yeah. about? But those trees were dead. Uh, basically, we, we, we regularly go out and we survey trees across the city at specific locations, or if we get um, information from members of the public uh, or other sources about the quality of trees, etc., um, we will go out and we'll investigate. We have not removed any um, viable trees from Centre Park Road. Those trees were dead, so those trees were removed. Yeah. Dead now, trees over time can cause public safety yeah. dangers as limbs might come off, etc., if you look at other countries, and you, there's a, an example from Glasgow and an example from Amsterdam, that there's a lot of money spent on these, but the effect is minimal after a period of time. You know, we've, we, we, we have looked at all the various different studies, um, and some of those studies were conducted on earlier versions, prototypes of these trees, and the version we're using is the latest version that is available. Um, some of those studies are three, four years old, as I said, they were based on prototypes. We're confident that we have looked at the science behind this. We have reviewed the scientific data that has been produced, and we're confident these will have an impact. But I suppose that is why it is important for Cork City Council to undertake this 12-month evaluation, whereby we would be able to prove at the end of that the significant impact they have had in these locations. Yeah. So we'll be able to provide empirical evidence that these have been successful in Cork. How come it all happened so quickly? As I said, I got off the bus yesterday morning, saw a strange kind of sticker on the on the floor, and, and, and then we've got this. No, nobody knew this was going to happen. Well, I suppose we did announce it last year, late last year as part of our initiatives, um, that their, their delivery was delayed because of, of covid um, and the, the travel restrictions that were in place. But as soon as those were lifted, we put in place the mechanisms to get them delivered to Ireland and installed. All right, David, uh, thank you for that. That's David Joyce, Director of Services with Cork City Council. Let's get an expert view on just how effective these things might be because some places have put them in and then realised actually they cost a lot of money and didn't do a whole lot for us. So let's let's check out what they might do for us Friend of ours on the opinion line here from the Department of Physical and Environmental Chemistry at UCC. John, are they worth the money? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. This is crazy bit of a stir, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are they worth the money? Uh, the short answer to that is no. Um, uh, you know, I've actually looked into this and I found a very recent study in the Italian city of Medina. It was only published in the last few months, actually. Um, so in, in Medina, they installed these city trees a few years ago, and a research group, very similar to ours in UCC, performed some measurements. Okay, And what they did, they looked at the impact in an area 10 by 20 metres around the unit. Okay, So we're right in the immediate environment. And what they found was this. When air was flowing naturally around the moss wall, 
the reduction in pollution, and we're talking about two key pollutants here, right, uh, which is particulate matter, which are very tiny invisible dust particles in the air which cause health effects, and nitrogen dioxide from diesel emissions and so on, the removal of those was actually less than 1%. So that was when it was just in mm. kind of passive mode, just yeah. standing there doing nothing. Wasn't well, that a prototype model, though, John? It may well have been, 2017, 2018, that could, could be true. Um, but what I found was turned on to force air through the boss wall, in other words, it was acting like a, it was sucking air through it, then there was an effect. Uh, the effect on PM10, as we call it, was to remove anywhere between 1% and 15% in that small area. So the key thing here is that they can work, but not very well, and only over a very limited area. So they could only really be used to address a very uh, hot, a pollution hotspot, really. Um, they won't really have an effect on the air quality in the city overall. Now, you could see where they'd be of use, or maybe you could or not, I don't know, along Patrick Street, which is a bus corridor and a busy one. And that whole centre island there is a busy bus corridor and... Let's face it, buses are dirty vehicles. It could be of use there, could it not? It could. I think if you were to sit um, on the bench right under those um, units for, for a while, I think you would, you, you would experience cleaner air than if you were a few hundred metres down the road. So, so that is true. But overall, I mean, the question is, is it worth this investment uh, to have a very minimal effect? You know, I did, I did the calculations, right? There's quite some there's claims on the website for the city trees. They claim to remove 3,500 metres cubed of air per hour. That sounds a lot, right? But when you scale that up to city size, it's virtually nothing. If you look at a kilometre by a kilometre, you're actually only, you're actually only going to process 0.035% of the air. So it's just a very, very local effect. Literally a drop in the ocean. It is. To, to be honest, um, is a drop in the ocean. Now, the only positive thing I can hope is that it can raise awareness of the importance of clean air for our mm. health. Now, um, what might be useful is people staying in that one spot in the city, maybe eating lunch there, walking around there, you know, generally spending their time in, in those parts of the city. They get benefit. That's a good example of how it could be used. I, 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 think, I think that's true. I mean, but many would argue, why not create a nice park environment? which is away from traffic, and you may get a very similar effect. Um, so, you know, I, I think there are probably better ways to have to create spaces with cleaner air, mm. and lots of people have been talking about planting more trees. Now, actually, it's not as simple as that. Trees don't automatically suck up air pollutants. You know, they can have an effect, uh, but it does depend on the type of tree. It does depend on how close they are to the pollution source and so on. It's not straightforward. Obviously, more trees is generally a good idea anyway because they do remove CO2 and they give a pleasant environment for all of us. So I think we should plant more trees. But the real way to stop air pollution is to reduce emissions, is to drive less, walk, cycle more, have better public transport, stop burning solid fuels in the winter. You know, that's, that, that, that's what we have to do ultimately. Yeah, there's one of these near Bishop Lucy Park. Um, like, does a park like that and you'll know it well, obviously. Yep. Does, does that have an effect on the air, a park like Bishop Lucy Park? I think there's not enough greenery there, to, to be honest, uh, PJ. I think that, you know, I, I've looked at a few studies and there's great uh, talk about regreening Paris, but they're talking about having like almost like an urban forest. Yeah. And I think when you go to that scale, you do have a measurable impact on the air quality in the city. Yeah. The, little, the right. little garden of remembrance down the road, a negligible effect, I would imagine. 
you need a much bigger widespread deployment of um, planting of trees really to have that impact um, so 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 i think i think urban forests are being talked about in a lot of ways like an urban retreat if you like uh, a place to get away from it all a bit like a, a central park wouldn't be great you know um, um so, so these sorts of environments i think are what we need in our urban uh, cities and you know because they do create an opportunity to escape from that the traffic yeah. and the noise and the pollution and, and even the heat during the summer you know people were seeking the shelter of trees you know the shade really because um you know it can get hot even <laughs> those last few weeks you know yeah yeah we, we don't want to be knocking ideas but at the same time what I want to do is you're you're the expert in this stuff and what you're saying look 350,000 euro it doesn't sound like a whole pile of money it's not coming out of the city's budget but at the end of the day you reckon the benefit won't be won't be that great at all no I, I don't think so and it's a bit of a shame because in fact it detracts from the very good work that Cork City Council have been doing on air quality as you know and I've been talking to you before we have worked, our research team in UCC has worked with the City Council very successfully to develop uh, new uh, low-cost monitoring networks, the first in Ireland. And, and there are also other projects that we're working on with them, including looking at air quality around schools and so on. So there is good work that is going on in the Cork City Council, but fortunately this isn't, um, th- this isn't part of it. Okay, all right. Thanks for being with us. As always, Professor John Wenger from the Department of Physical and Environmental Chemistry at UCC, the crack lab, as we call it. No, nothing to do with Breaking Bad. It's an ongoing joke. John gets it, all right? 1850 You'd be so careful now about explaining, Anthony, that you... Go on. So, and no, to be honest, these things are going to be very... They'll be very pretty when they're set up. And they look lovely. And the seats and the screen and the moss, it's very, very pretty and very nice. And they're loaded with sensors and they'll be taking all the information and collating all the figures and doing all that. And they'll compile a report. And I'm sure the report at the end of the day will probably say they had a benefit. But in terms of someone who actually does this for a living, like Professor John Wenger, well, yeah, they have a benefit. They have a small benefit. Are they worth the money? Hmm... Quartz 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.